0: welcome to the multi-dimensional dumpster phoenix that is the nintendo dads episode 371 recorded on april fourteenth, twenty 2022 by the way that was a fancy way of saying dumpster fire on tonight's episode we talk what bandai namco is up to if breath of the wild 2 can run on the current switch game releases and of course your questions jesse you know what to do
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Marty here. You're listening to Nintendo Dads, and thank you, thank you for tuning in each and every week to what Tim so eloquently described as a dumpster phoenix in your podcast player. We love you guys. We're thankful for you, and listen, thankful for some new folks who joined us last week because of Kent and Krista being on the show, and hopefully you stuck around. And if you didn't, well, you're lame, but that's okay. Uh, joining me on the show this week is uh, our normal cavalcade of characters except for justin because justin is sick and his whole family's sick by the way it's, it's yep yeah, totally sucks but we're here and that's okay
0: joining me on the show this week tim off how you doing buddy i'm doing good i'm i made it i made it to the show i thought i wouldn't make it but thankfully you know
1: you're you are why we're late Yes, it's my week.
0: fault. It's my fault. So blame everybody. Can we blame, please? Can we? Can we me. just
1: be honest? He's he's why we're late. Yes, it's okay. <laughs> yes, okay. That is correct. want to hold it against you because you do so much. <laughs> but if you yes. if your output drops,
0: then then you gotta let, let me you're, go. You're or gonna or be like me and Jesse. Me. Me. You're gonna be
1: fired. Like That's I don't right. even know why I'm. I don't even know why we're on the show this week. We we were apparently fired last week.
0: No, because you're, you're on the like, show right now because now now there's a big thing going on where all the podcasts start trading people. So oh, talk- okay. Justin's in trade negotiations with another podcast right now. So <laughs>
1: trade negotiations with the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing too much Lego Star Wars. I'm sorry. Uh, and How are you I'm doing, Marty? A uh, I'm doing great. Uh, apparently... <laughs> I've had too much caffeine. Uh,
2: for, I thought it wasn't for enough one person today. It, there's it never should have caffeine. stuck with that eight ounce cup instead of the twelve. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's <laughs> right, that's right. And uh, pre-show patrons of the show uh, who get our pre-show will know exactly what Jesse's talking about. Speaking of Jesse, Mr. Waldack, how are you this evening?
2: Uh, pretty good. We had a little fun with work the other day as well, like normal. Like we we did a release. The uh, people who made test calls to verify it. Uh, said oh, this isn't working, so they rolled it back. And one of the things I called out as this will reduce authentication and p- cause more calls to go to the floor, but that's how it's supposed to work. And so his failure was exactly what I warned about. It was working as intended. So,
1: so in other we words, were, we were Jesse was right.
2: Uh, of course. <laughs> I'm always Jesse right. Jesse was right. Jesse was right. Don't, I don't we have I a button problem. for that? Do we? I? I don't remember. I know <laughs> we have one for Justin, but I don't know if I have one for me. You programmed
1: a robot voice in it. Uh,
2: it's, Jesse it's, was right. Jesse was right. Oh, yeah. Well, I, 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 it's been so long since I've used it. I yeah. don't know where that it's,
1: is. It's, it's gone. It has disappeared into the ether, uh, much like uh, our following uh, as we continue to ramble here. Well, guys, it is.
2: In case there it is.
1: Jesse was right. Jesse Jesse. was right. Jesse was right. There you go. There you go. At, uh, see what happens it. from when we
0: move from a, a really well put together episode last week to to being late and, you know. To the, f- the phoenix buttons. rising up from the dumpster. Yes. Uh, <laughs> got to live up to our namesake, right? <laughs> right. Right. Well, it's April 14th and we've got a
1: little bit of news and a lot about what we've been playing and some other things to talk about. So let's just dive right into the show, shall we? And tonight's show is brought to you by Manscaped, but it's also brought to you by Patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. Every single one of our patrons, you are responsible for this mess. Yep, <laughs> we're going there, uh, but we love you and we're thankful for you. If you're subscribed to us over at Patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. you can go over there and for as little as a dollar a month, you join in our community, uh, get to chat with other wonderful patrons, uh, dive into monthly mayhem. Uh, vote in the booty bracket. Apparently, that's a thing. Uh, I, those words uh, <laughs> coming out of my mouth, like it just. Ugh, I need to go home and take a shower. Uh, but uh, there's there's tons of stuff going on. Our five dollar patrons get our whole slate of sub channels on the Discord. Ten dollar a month patrons get uh, pre and post show audio and art card and other stuff. And thirty dollar uh, patrons, you get to be on the show, and that's coming up soon. In the month of May, we're going to be focusing on our Patreon producers. And so check your inboxes on Patreon for details if you're a $30 a month patron. And thank you, by the way, to each and every one of our patrons. Uh, guys, just uh, like before we dive into the news, um, I, I got to say, I really enjoyed last week's show. Uh, we had a great time. If you missed it. And maybe you're just a first-time listener to Nintendo Dads. We had Kit Alice and Krista Yang on uh, last week from the Kit and Krista Show. You can go back and find that uh, in our archives. Uh, and just go enjoy, man. I, like We bombarded them with questions, and they were so nice.
0: Yes. It was a lot of fun to hear a lot of things that I don't think a lot of people are asking yet on their own show. And we were able to ask those questions on yep. ours. So it was really cool.
1: Yeah. And and listen, if you're in our community and you sent in uh, a question and you were like, may I send in a couple of questions and they didn't get asked, understand we were trying to be respectful of their time. And it's not that we didn't like your questions or we didn't think that they were appropriate or whatever. It's just that we pared some of that down for time and we asked the what we thought was the best question.
0: Well, it was also to make sure we got everybody an opportunity to ask at least one question. So if we had time, we would have gone back and gone through anybody's multiple questions. But we were not only trying to be respectful of their time. We were trying to be respectful to everybody's great questions and at least give everybody a chance to ask at least one question. And we, got, we got one question from everybody. We weren't we able did. to get everybody's multiple questions. We were able to get everybody's one question at least. So. We
1: did. And uh, they were so uh, nice to include their guest spot uh, in their weekly newsletter and talk about how they were on the show. And so Kit Krista, if you're listening or or you ever see this, thank you again for being on the show. We appreciate you guys and your time, and we're looking forward to hearing more uh, from your show over at the Kit and Krista podcast. And you should go over there and definitely check them out. With that being said, let's focus back on our podcast. Stop navel-gazing here for just a few minutes, (laughs) and uh, let's talk about some news. Shall we? Yes, of course. Uh, Sunday uh, was a big Kingdom Hearts 20th anniversary event. Woke up Sunday morning here in the States to see that uh, there had been two brand new Kingdom Hearts games announced. The first being Kingdom Hearts Missing Link, which is a mobile game going in closed beta in August, which will, as you know, be an integral part of the story that will someday get remade for consoles because nobody cares about playing Kingdom Hearts on a phone. <laughs> Stop making mobile games.
0: Square Enix and their mobile games,
1: right? <laughs> uh, also, Kingdom Hearts Four was announced with uh, a lengthy trailer, and Marty, there's keep your there's keep no keep official release date down. here.
0: Keep your excitement down. You, no, you know, know how much I'm,
1: I know how much I love Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Actually, uh, this, of course, has been picked apart by the internet. Incessantly since Sunday. And the internet will Because that's buy what it. the that's what the internet does. Yep. What they think they found is a reference to an ATST, meaning that Star Wars may be coming to Kingdom Hearts.
2: Yeah. Ro- Roger noticed that right away, and he pointed it out during his reaction video to it. Yeah. And other people have then talked about it since then.
1: Our good friend Infrendo is in the chat. As we're recording, here's what he says. Kingdom Hearts got a fourth entry before Metroid Prime.
0: <laughs> well, not necessarily. No. Tim is speechless. No, no, no. I had to think about that. No. I, Metroid did. Prime 4. We've seen
1: footage of a Kingdom Hearts 4 before we've seen footage of a Metroid okay. Prime 4. So
0: there's a difference there. He said entry. And you're saying footage. So... Yes, we got footage of a game that we probably won't see, like everybody said, until PlayStation 7 comes out. Uh.
1: <laughs> that was me. I was yes. like, I can't wait to play Kingdom Hearts 4 on my PlayStation 7 yeah. so in 2035.
2: On the Discord that used to be used for VG Tribune staff, but repurposed for other reasons, he put a poll out on uh, saying when will this game come out? And the options are 2023, 2024, 2025, 2026, 2027, 2028, 2029,
1: or 2030. And 2030 is the only one that got any votes. It's got like four votes. Oh, my gosh, y'all. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I really don't see this coming out for current gen consoles. No. Are we calling by the way, are we calling Xbox Series X and PS5 current gen now?
2: Well, we I have been for the last year. I don't know about you. Okay. So as yeah, they're, they're not, released, it's not coming out. As soon as they're released, they're current gen.
1: Yeah, they're <laughs> not they're not coming out for current gen consoles. This is this is not happening. Yeah. Um see
2: I I, I, I don't I, I don't know if it's just because that world is supposed to be the real world, quote unquote, but I do not like that Sora model. Yeah.
1: It's the it's the same um, like hyper realistic look that they're going with for Final Fantasy now. Yeah, it it's not. But it's okay.
2: But Donald and Goofy still look like Donald and Goofy. Yeah. If so let's go talk about into that. To this world, what the hell are they going to look like?
1: They're going to be a realistic duck carrying a, a wand and a dog carrying a shield.
0: No, and they're not. They're going to be people I'm
1: gonna wearing super, costumes. I'm going to be super just dis- <laughs> Tim. So, so they're gonna Tim shut duck up, up because they'll hear that and they will do that they will make that and then there will be like fan fiction written
0: about the human goofy Donald things yep. they're gonna come into our no. real world and then they'll take their head off and there'll be a human inside there go <laughs> a little <of> humans <laughs> the whole time
2: so they're gonna they're gonna turn into duck hunt dog
1: <laughs> hey by the way, who's planning on playing this on their the cloud version on their Nintendo switch?
0: Nintendo Switch Pro.
2: Audio.
1: Oh, we're we're gonna get to that here. Super Switch,
2: uh, and
1: we're gonna get oh, to that no, here. In just few minutes. But anyway, no, don't say that word. <laughs> uh, we're going there. We're going there, Jesse. It's like the Twilight Switch Zone. You can't escape it.
0: Switch. So you? yeah, this
1: uh, Kingdom Kingdom Hearts Four, it's coming. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Missing Link. We'll we'll forget about that, and it'll it'll show up eventually. So yeah, uh, Bandai Namco contacted Nintendo, or has been contracted by Nintendo for a remaster slash remake of a 3D action game. This was pulled from nintendolife.com, which says, uh, this is the quote, a few interesting job listings recently popped up on Bandai Namco's website involving what appears to be a remaster or remake of a 3D action game in collaboration with Nintendo. Planner and visual artist positions explicitly mention how the product is a 3D action game contracted by Nintendo And mentions the title being a remaster remake. What games are you hoping for? I'm going to go to you guys first. What game do you think it is? Or hope it is?
2: Well, of all the options I've heard, I'm not interested in any of them. But the ones that seem to be near the top of the list would be Kid Icarus.
1: This is totally Kid Icarus Uprising. I hope everybody knows this. It's the 10th anniversary of Kid Icarus Uprising. It's time. It's time for it to be remade with sensical controls so everyone can experience that absolute gem of a game.
2: Yes. It's, gonna come
0: with, it's still going to come with a stand. It's that. No, it's not, <laughs> Jesse. <shh. laughs> it's that, or I've also seen people mention Star Fox Assault, I think it was. Yeah, that's, that's another one that I've heard. Of. That
2: would
1: be, I mean, that would be okay, but that's not what I want. I want it okay. to be
0: Kid Icarus. Yes, I would like I like that too. You no, know, like I also here's saw, the uh,
1: No, go ahead, Tim. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, I was gonna say I also saw Metroid Prime trilogy mentioned or the Prime games mentioned, but uh, I don't think it's those because I truly believe those were already done.
1: I think there are too. and 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 here's here's Or in the, process. This is my theory, Tim. We're not getting Metroid Prime trilogy, we're getting Metroid Prime. Metroid yeah. Prime Two. Oh, we've already Metroid talked about this
0: before. It's yeah. split
1: up, and you and yeah. it's maximizing profit. It's, yeah. it's going to. I fully gonna. expect one of those to drop this year to be like a fill-in for Advance Wars or Breath of the Wild Two or something.
0: I like have that. jokingly said that if 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 they were to Nintendo this, it would be they would break it up back to the single games: Metroid Prime remastered. Mm-hmm. Yeah one, two, and three separately, and then drop them each year. And then after those three dropped, then the following year would be Metroid Prime 4. Okay. Which means we won't get Metroid Prime 4 until 2025. That's
1: right. That's right. You're, 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 but, and and then might.
2: Would they then release a physical trilogy cart after? Yeah, for the oh, new system,
0: different. whatever. Oh, sure, system they would. Sure,
1: yeah, yeah. And it would be a limited edition <laughs> and it would come with uh, only half of what uh, the physical collector's edition got in another country. Like another country <laughs> right. would get like
0: the UK a mouse would get something super a, awesome
1: a morph ball figure and uh, like actual Samus armor. And we would get an art book. <laughs> yes. And no, um, they'd, they'd a get sticker. the steel
2: book, like we got the steel book on, on the Wii version of it.
1: Oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, I remember that steel book. I had it for a little bit, and then sold it like a moron.
0: Mine's sitting on um, the shelf right back here. Yeah, somewhere.
1: I should have kept it. I should have kept
0: it. I uh, didn't keep mine yet, though, Marty. I had to go back. I rebought it later. Look, so I think I still have my steel book. I just don't know where the disc is.
1: <laughs> I I think is I I really do think this is Kid Icarus, and I, I'm not I'm not just saying that because. I'll be so excited if it you is. you know it's it's the popular thing. I, I think that when you hear a 3D action game, they're they're purposefully um, avoiding what type of game it is, right? It's it's just oh it's a 3D action game, it could be anything. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. if if there's any game from the 3DS that's due an upgrade or remake, like a second chance at life, it's this one. Yes. So I know people Chronicles are gonna X. say, Well, no, it should be Samus Returns. Well, I agree with that too. Go ahead and make that. I'll
2: buy them both. But why would Namco Bandai make that one? that, 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 yeah, that one. That, that,
0: that one doesn't. There's
2: so many other groups that would make more sense. But uh Band Chronicles X is another one that's been thrown around. You know, get that game off of Wii U only. Which one? Gen Chronicles X. Oh, is that considered 3D why, action? Why game?
1: would um, Platinum not make that, or whoever?
2: Like again, not uh, probably. Okay. Again, I would. There are. Probably better studios for the job, but that's just uh, a title that's been thrown around.
1: The only reason that I thought it would be, could be, or would be Kid is the connection to Smash and Sakurai. Right. With Bandai yes. Namco.
0: Yes. So, I, I mean, hey, I maybe, know it's a Nintendo published title, but didn't... Maybe it's Kirby Air Ride instead. Oh, <laughs> I'll God. take it, though. I'll take it, though. That was a fun no. game. No. Yes, no, that was a blast. Our family had a blast with that game game it's awful it was Uh, freaking awesome you anyway don't know what you're talking about sir well we've already
1: kind of danced around this issue and let's (laughs) monolith that's it thank you ninfrendo i'm saying platinum's making Xenoblade. it's monolith thank you for unactuallying us I, i appreciate that seriously uh because somebody would not be as nice about it as you were uh we danced around this issue let's talk about it for just a second here uh of course we saw the footage of breath of the wild too when the delay happened right we saw some new footage as well just a snippet but in digital foundry uh dropped in their direct weekly number 55 uh this is what they said in that in that video they said the legend of zelda breath of the wild is delayed but showcased with footage that looks significantly beyond the switch's capabilities. Now, of course, as soon as they said this, every news outlet goes nuts over it, right? Uh, the jump on it, uh, obviously, that means there's a switch, a new switch model coming or this or, or whatever. Uh, we wanted to give you the quotes that actually came from Digital Foundry, the guys over there, John and Alex and Richard. Here's what John said. He said, the scale and image quality seemed quite good compared to the first Breath of the Wild game. Alex said the clouds are suspicious. His quote was, very rarely have we seen volumetric clouds on Switch, and these are not breaking down, and camera cuts having perfect anti-aliasing, which is something he noted that even the Series S and X and PS5 struggle with. Richard noticed that uh, a noted Bob from RetroRGB on Twitter asked, is this running on the Switch? To which Richard said the leap in the image quality for the first title from the first title was stark to say the least. So, obviously, there is the specter of a new version of the Switch coming out, which would likely run the game exactly as it was seen here, if not better. Jesse, I'm going to come right to you because you love you this talk so much.
2: What could this mean? I, I think this is Dev Kit which dev kits generally have not necessarily a better processor or better GPU but definitely more memory than the end product that is being being developed for. You know, the N64 is was famous for this. You know, Donkey Kong 64 had a game-breaking bug that required the expansion pack cuz it was developed with 8 gigs 8 megs of RAM. The sy- main system had only 4 and the only fix was give everyone extra RAM. Yeah. So I'm not saying that we're going to, you know, eventually get, get extra RAM, but I think part of this is, yeah, it's doing things that switch can't do because it's a dev kit. Yeah. And I uh, don't yeah, think Nintendo, we're gonna. If this is this game's supposed to come out next spring, I don't think we're going to get a new system this early. Not you when know, we've just spring. gotten the OLED, right? We just got the OLED. They announced DLC for Mario Kart Eight through th- next year. Which means I I took that to mean we're not going to see a new system until 24 at some point.
1: Sure, and, um,
2: and I think that is a reasonable date. Next year, I don't think is reasonable.
1: Comment in the chat here from Nintendo. How can they tell from a YouTube video?
2: Right, with all the compression and garbage that YouTube does. Right. Do.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I don't know. Um, That's why so- they they're they're the experts at. Right, that kind of stuff. Right, and they do so all I'm, those analysis videos on graphics all the time. So,
1: Tim, would you say then, since they are the experts here, that there is a little bit of maybe the word I want to use is validity, but maybe it's not. Do you think that maybe uh, the phrase that keeps coming to mind is is you know where there's smoke, there's
0: fire? Do you think that right. there may be something to this after all? I think there's a difference between these guys saying these things than us saying these kind of things, Mm -hmm. you know? So, like I said, they're, they're known for looking at graphics and looking at the differences and stuff like that. I've watched several of their things. Uh, like when they, when crisis came out, uh, the trilogy, they compared what, what it looked like on the switch compared to the other systems, what it could do and all that kind of stuff. So uh, and other and other similar videos like that. So, i i like I, I i like their speculation. This is all speculation. They said it's speculation. Sure, it is. So, they've also said in in their video that um, it's unlike Nintendo to do this, but other developers show um, higher end version of the game. You know that will say not running on actual. You know hardware yeah.
2: and i don't know they if that hits or that. a pc
0: right yeah so but i don't think that said that in their video in nintendo's video but that's the thing about it too is like nintendo isn't known for doing that they don't usually show it in fact there's been videos where the graphics look worse until we actually get the game or we get a new like launch trailer that shows the game looks better than when it like was like super mario odyssey right
1: mario odyssey so. changed significantly between its first look and what
0: we got. And also being Nintendo, Nintendo does some magical things with their code. So we have, it could be look like that for all we know, and they know how to squeeze what they can out of the switch. They
1: figured, they figured it out from breath of the wild to breath of the wild. Yeah.
0: To make it look like it's doing all these fancy things that they were in terms, they were using anti-aliasing and, uh, the volumetric clouds and all that kind of stuff. They're good at coding. They're good at doing what they do and they do it small. So, (laughs) and I have not seen any other company able to do the things that they do with their games. Uh So as far as the coding stuff goes, so um, what they're saying has some validity. I think it does have validity. I think they've noticed some things that other people haven't. And that's why other news outlets have jumped all over it. Um, and it, it, as much as it sucks that they are also brought in, the fact that does this mean Switch Pro or whatever we want to call it next? Um, it I can understand that speculation as well, but at the same time, I didn't hear anybody say what I was just saying that we can't take for granted what Nintendo can do with code and what they've learned with what they could do with the Switch. So, and who who knows? Maybe it's something that can be done on just the oled maybe oled will look fantastic and the og one won't look so fantastic because there's something in the oled that we're not aware of that they turn well, on or something as far I don't as i know. know the
2: gpus are the same it's just a different. Yeah, as
0: far as i know too uh, well i think they're modified slightly uh the chips but not significantly but like i said nintendo does things that shock us that we weren't we weren't expecting i mean I know it's apples and oranges, but Bluetooth, you know, we didn't think we were going to get that and we got that. Right. So. We got folders.
1: We didn't think we were going to get that.
0: Yeah. So, and, so.
1: Obviously the switch can handle great processing power.
0: <laughs> exactly. Because now we can do. Not folders. enough
1: for themes, but we got, but we got folders. Uh, I, I'm with you, Tim. I think that it's th- very wise to say. If it's anybody else reporting this at this point, we're like Jesse, and it's we don't want to hear about this. Like right. we beat these rumors into the ground. we in through the ground, we are in the center of the earth with the switch pro rumors. The horse has not just been beaten now that it's dead, it has <laughs> collapsed, it is dilapidated, it's nothing more than a stain. However,
2: <laughs> it, it, it didn't get its double jump in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> However, Digital Foundry carries some weight. So far, they haven't they haven't done anything to tarnish that weight. yet that's correct. At least, so
1: that's correct. Uh, so just kind of maybe watch that. I not don't, don't. Don't go talking about your Nintendo uncle who knows that the Switch Pro is coming.
0: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't know exactly. And yeah. again, like I said, it's it's it doesn't have to mean there's a new switch coming out it just means that like like we said there's just some sort of nintendo magic probably going on there
1: it means that there's a dock update that makes it look better that's why you're able to update the dock on the lid yes just saying uh in other news nintendo uh, announced this week that it's investing 40 million dollars uh in the future of research and developments uh in the company Uh, In the press release that came out this week, they noted that they had acquired land, uh, and they are now building a new building, Research and Development Facility Building number 2, which is a really interesting name for a building. Uh, It's going to be right next to their current building, and it's going to look exactly like their current building. It's just going to have a 2 on
0: it. It's another Lego brick.
1: So basically, it's it's literally just, you know, Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2, uh, except... In the second building, you're going to get to hang out with Yoshi. Uh, and there's going to be a star instead of Rosalina. And I'm still bitter about that.
2: Don't forget, don't anyway. forget about the peppers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> peppers. Pepper. In other words, you wanted to forget about the peppers.
1: Oh, terrible. Um, it says here that along with R&D investments and capital investments, Nintendo believes... Acquiring and utilizing this land will carry on an important role in reinforcing its R&D. So, let's have a little chat here. Um, How do you think, um, like, let's do a little compare and contrast in how Nintendo is spending their money versus how Sony and Microsoft are spending their money. Notably, Sony and Microsoft are buying up developers all over the place. Nintendo has bought one developer that they pretty much already owns and is building another building.
2: <laughs> well, it telling so, me that they're, they're wanting to ramp up their R&D, which means more internal teams, both hardware and software.
1: Is one building hardware and one building software? Who knows? Is it left Twix and, and, and right Twix?
2: There be we're making Super Mario Galaxy to... three. No, we're making Super Mario Galaxy three. <laughs> Will there be an underground tunnel connecting the two? Um. Yes. yes. Probably.
1: I would hope so. Tim, Tim, what do you think about this? How, how about their how they're spending their money? I wish Justin was here talking about this.
0: Yeah, business. Justin had some insights, but it, it for. From my point of view, it's uh, it's very interesting and it's very Nintendo again. I mean, Nintendo is, does business differently. Mm. They aren't as big as we think they are too, or at least people may perceive them as being huge and at the same level as Microsoft and Sony, uh, but they're not. So they have to budget wisely and spend wisely. They can't make mistakes with their money, like say maybe Sony or Microsoft does because they have, you know, they have things that they can set aside to cover or have other businesses like to cover. Microsoft all cash States. deal with still
2: was like half of their cash on hand. So they right. st- means they still have
0: 80 billion dollars of cash on hand. Yeah. So and Nintendo, I mean, obviously they still have cash on hand too. They're no slouch when it comes to that. But again, it's because they know how they know how to be uh, fiscally sound. So um it's just something that they're very careful with. And it makes sense that they're buying what they know. They're buying what makes sense, buying up the company that they bought before and now buying land to improve on making that next step of R and D better. Uh, like they said, so, and I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of that. Uh, in maybe the-, in the, s- the new building is to focus on joy con issues.
1: I was going to say, maybe the new, the second building is to improve joy con.
2: The
0: second building is the right joy con.
1: They should paint one building neon pink and the other neon blue. Yes, they should. I love it. That's that. Yes. Joy-Con building. I love it. That's fantastic. Uh, Some game release news uh, that we wanted to talk about here. Uh, Don't Starve Together has now been released on Nintendo Switch. It came out on April 12th. This is the sequel to Don't Starve. It is uh, co-op. So there's now a guy and a girl you can play as. I did not, I, I played the free demo of this game and I did not like it. It's, it was too overbearing. It was too much going on. Too many choices. I died.
2: Yeah. I, I played a friend's version on a PS4 years ago and not, not a game. For yeah.
1: Me. Not, not for me. Also, we would be remiss if we didn't mention that Bush hockey league is now out on Nintendo switch. It came out on the 12th as well for $16. Single system, uh, one to four player, but no online. Uh, this is the only hockey game uh, that's out on Nintendo Switch right now, except Ice Hockey. Uh, <laughs> it's not NHL '94. Yes. Yeah. So there you go.
0: I know you're disappointed, Marty. It's okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know there's no online.
1: But I cried. I cried myself to sleep. Yes. uh That night.
0: Now, Chris. Chris HL. We know. You know, being. Um, One of the one of our buddies in the community, you know, he's and he's the one that always talks about NHL 94 and hockey and all that kind of stuff, along with some others like Bruce and stuff. Um, We always talk about the hockey in our hockey league page, and we're hoping to eventually have an online hockey game that we can play together and, and do the hockey league with other than just ice hockey from NES.
1: You don't need anything more than <laughs> I I do <laughs> okay. you you don't deserve you don't deserve any more than I want to
0: can they put at least blades of steel on there so we can play online um sure I mean and try that out whatever or whatever. just you know work with yeah ea or something uh, never mind that's absolutely just, that's just nonsense. um
1: <laughs> also at this point right now Mario golf is now live in the Nintendo 64 app on the NSO expansion back. So you two can go back and play a crappy 64-bit golf game. Hey. Uh, when you could just be playing um, Mario Golf Super Rush or whatever it's called. I don't even remember hey, what the name of that
0: game is. We don't, don't besmirch our uh, Golf League 2.
1: <laughs> I, listen, listen, I I like the Mario Golf game, but why...
0: Why do that? Would you want to go
1: back and play this? Why? When you have, like, it's like saying, I would much rather play Mario Kart 64 than play Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That's no, like saying. It's, it's going I would back li-
0: and knowing what was there before and appreciating I what you it. have now. I get it.
1: But it's like driving a car with square wheels or driving uh, a car with regular so wheels. But you're saying I
0: shouldn't go yeah. out there and change my round wheels to square wheels so just you're looking on the polygon.
1: No, I'm literally saying that some of those games had cars with square wheels on the 64. Y'all, the shine is look the the bloom is off the roads for that era of of games. No, oh, it, I agree. Yes. But, you know, it's, this, it's this is a game
2: I've never played before. I kind of got tired of the the Super Rush one. I'll I'll put some time into this. I said I'd uh, participate in the league two, but after that I'll probably never touch it again.
1: Yeah, see, I say all this and I do like Mario tennis for the 64. So I'm okay with that. And the GameCube okay. one. I like both of those. But anyway, I'm just I'm just picking. If you like Nintendo 64, <laughs> uh good for you. Uh that's what Bug the Bug Snacks is for. Hey, Bug Snacks is coming to the Switch, which means you know what we're going to have to hear next week
0: when he comes back? He gets points. I told he you so. The- he,
1: well, listen, I can say this because he's not here. When you make the most vague general predictions, uh-huh. like, I mean, he might as well just all of them maybe like Nintendo is going to release something.
0: He called out Bugsnax directly. He didn't call
1: out Bugsnax, but it's like Nintendo is going to do uh, something that they're going to breathe air.
0: Oh, I got <laughs> points, guys. Uh we're talking yeah. about bug snacks specifically he did call that one specifically well, to be fair everyone's talking about
1: bug snacks
2: it's a bug and it's a snack yes yeah i still never got around so, to playing that game
1: well you don't have to just listen to the song the song is way better than the game uh but this is coming out um on april 28th on the switch also on xbox game pass so if you got game pass guess what you don't have to pay for it again uh, but it does include the brand-new free Isle of Big Snacks DLC. So there's that. I have this on PS5. I'll be playing it there. Uh, I would. I really do wish that it had come out day and day on Switch because yeah. that's where I would have preferred. It's not an overly graphically taxing game. I will say this. Like, I don't, at least, like, at it, least this is it was not my favorite game. game. Okay, it was not my favorite game. But it's because I, I really think it's because I expected something else than what we got with it. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: But it's fantastic. It's 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 very whimsical. The the food, the bug snacks are great. Like it's like if you play this game, it's kind of like <coughs> excuse me, it's like Pokemon, but their food. And they okay. all say their names. So like there's this burger beetle thing that's called a bunger. And, like, it runs around. It's, like, bonger, bunger, bonger, 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 You know? And so you're just laughing about it all the that time. it was, like, a good time. And and then you're trying to, like, and, like, you have to, like, I don't say you, you do fight some bug snacks. But, like, you don't have to fight them. Like, you've got to figure them out. Like, you know, so you have to, like, watch them. And you have to scan them and figure out how to do stuff. So I, like, I wasn't into that. Like, and then you got the whole thing. <laughs>
2: Alchemy says hi, by the way. I, I want who? alchemy oh yeah the pokemon that's literally made out of cream that is yeah alchemy
1: it's (laughs) uh, anyway the the um this this is not like super part of the story but like there's this thing where like if they eat bug snacks if the inhabitants of the island eat bug snacks like parts of their body become a snack Mm and that's no, that was weird. That was a big, that was a big, mm. like, so, I fed this, I fed this thing that looked like a reject Muppet, a curly frog
2: dark really quick. And, and yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I think can. And I think I'll stop right there.
1: And, um, like I fed this thing that looked like a reject Muppet, some curly fries and its legs turned into curly fries. And it was like, yay, I'm a bug stack. And I was like that, Mm, this is weird. Anyway, my son played it and beat it. He loved it. It was fantastic. So how long? Did,
2: how long? How big of a game is it? How long?
1: I want to say uh, let's let's go over to how long to beats because uh, I don't know. I think I want to say like less than ten hours.
2: That's what I was thinking. If that's the case, I might give it a go. This but time. now here's the thing. But
1: uh, like yeah, okay. seven and a half hours for the main story completionist at thirteen hours. The voice acting is incredible in this game. And there's tons of stuff to explore and find. And I'll probably we'll get back into it. In fact, I'll probably buy it on Switch, even though I already have it and would we'll get the DLC for free. Hey, guess what's still not on Switch? All guys. There you go. Mm. <laughs> Nobody cares anymore.
2: Mm. Uh it that that hype has deflated.
1: No, it's gone. It's gone. It's 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 about as gone as hatch tails. So, anyway, uh, also coming out uh, real soon is DLC for Wingspan, which is one of my favorite board games of all time about bird watching and bird breeding and bird collecting. It, listen, it does not sound good, but then you need to play it. Okay. It's, it, this game is 20 bucks on the Switch. If you love, um, it's very European. There's no like combat or anything. Like it's a Euro game. So a lot of Euro games, start, like they don't have combat. It's about competing for points or victory points. In this one, like you are placing birds to get points to trigger chain reactions down the row and get like tons of stuff to happen that benefits you. And so a European expansion is coming out for this. Uh, it says discover new cards featuring beautiful, charming birds learn new strategies and use the newest bird powers to win. This is out on May 5th and it's a slam dunk for me. Bird it will powers. come out. I will have it immediately. Uh, I, yes, you can use your eagle powers. Uh, but anyway, it's so much fun. Seriously. Uh, if you don't believe me, uh, it probably won't convince you, but you can go and check out our YouTube channel. I did a, a, a playthrough of a game on there, and y'all, the strategy gets insane. Um, and it's beautiful. It's like the art in the game is so beautiful. It, it just go, go, please go check it out. Take take my word for it. Wingspan is fantastic.
0: Check it out or add it to your wish list.
1: Yep. Yeah, Cause it will probably go down. It did, it did, uh, go down in price around Christmas time last year. So yeah, there you go. Uh, I don't know how to say the name of this game. I think it's Ayudin Chronicle Rising. Uh, this is a side-scrolling action RPG that is similar in vain to ActRaiser or Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, which means there's town-building elements. This is out on May 10th for $15. It's a spinoff to the Ayudin Chronicle 100 Heroes, which is a Kickstarter game that uh, it doesn't launch until 2023. So they're gonna put out another game in its place.
2: I don't know. Didn't don't know the that game ish game do that too?
1: Okay, like, yeah. did Blood, Blood, Bloodstain did that. Yeah. They put out like the NES version. <laughs> uh yep. this is one I'm really interested in. Live Alive pre-order is now live. Uh it's fifty dollars, which I think may be too much. I think it probably should have been $39.99. Because it's, I don't know, maybe it's maybe the game's really long. I don't know. Seven different stories featuring different protagonists, time periods, and gameplay styles await. Experience these tales in any order you choose, which is really interesting. It's also in HD two D style, like um, what's that game?
2: Octopath and thank you.
1: And Triangle Strategy. strategy. Did any of y'all play Triangle Strategy? By the way, because I see people like all the time, like this is my game of the year. This is so good. This is
0: Blanco did, uh, And he had mixed feelings. Yeah. i i watched uh, others play it and them having a good time with it. And okay. I, I'm happy for them. So, cause it's, you it's know, a, it seems like a really good game. And I just knew I would not have the time for that. That You know what I game. would
1: really love to see them remake. And, the, and somebody just filed for the trademark of this again is uh, like ogre battle or ogre tactics. Uh, on the switch and that HD2D style would be
0: amazing. Yeah. Maybe and if they, I think stadia has that or had a, a new game of that over there. Uh, hopefully um, their game will make it. Square square over the it. Listen,
1: I know you listen to our podcast religiously. Final fantasy pixel remaster needs to come to switch.
0: Yes.
2: If, if, if people are not on the fence or will at least want to know for more information, <laughs> Nintendo has been putting out videos. I think today was the second video.
1: All the time.
2: Oh, you know. Yes. There was a video about one of the timelines. And and yesterday was the one from a different timeline. So we'll probably see the other five coming up within the next Mm. week. Here's here's
1: the thing. Can I tell you guys just as an aside how like the disappointment I felt this weekend trying to figure out how to play Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster with a controller? Yes. because here's the deal. I have a backbone controller uh, yes. and you cannot use it for that game. It does right. not work. There are no there are no uh, controller based input. So I thought to myself, it's on Steam. I'll just buy them on Steam and play them because now with a new update to the backbone app, you can plug the backbone like you can plug a lightning cord into the bottom of the backbone. And you can plug it into your PC or Mac and it works as a, as a controller, nice. like automatically. So, oh, awesome. Which is really cool. Uh, you don't even have to have your phone inserted in it. You can play it hollow because okay. you're powering it with the lightning cord. So I was like, yes, I can play Final Fantasy Pixel Remastered. I go to download it. It's PC only. They don't even have a Mac version of it.
0: Oh man. They just don't so want you to like, play it.
1: Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. This is not hard. You
0: and Jesse are like, here's Square. Take our money. This is not hard. Here, take our money. And they don't want it. I did buy
2: the Steam version and have never gotten around to playing them.
1: Look, (laughs) here's the deal. Here's how you do it. It's not hard. You put all six games on a Switch cartridge, which is more than enough to handle all of these games. You put them on a cartridge. You sell it for $60. And you make bank.
2: I speculated oh, it'll sell, that it'll sell for a lot more than that. I think
0: I paid seventy five dollars as yeah. the sale well, price. Then I speculated last year when they announced <laughs> it that that they would be they're working out the kinks and that's why they brought it out on mobile and PC. The kinks first, in what? In whatever they're doing to repurpose it. And
2: okay, well all I'm gonna like say is they've this. never written a Switch game before. Pixel oh, Remaster.
0: Yeah at
1: this point has almost been out a year Yep. and every review for every good review on the iTunes, on the, on the app store for every good review, there's two more that says one star, no controller support Well, that. And now there's more good reviews because people go on there and review ball. I don't see what people are doing. Man. touch touchscreen works great. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Playing games on a touchscreen, unless they're a puzzle game sucks. I don't want to control people by sliding my finger around on a piece of glass. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Give me a D pad. Give me some buttons. Put this on Switch and I'll buy it.
0: Yes. In regards to Live Alive, I'm looking forward to this actually more. Yes. uh, Yes. More so. July 22nd. So I actually, because of Breath of the Wild 2 not coming out, I have a new game, a new date I'm shooting for to finish breath of the wild which is before july 22nd yes it is okay because this game will be the next thing that'll take my time playing
1: I'm, i'm telling you guys like i remember reading about this game in an old magazine like sometime in the like after the super nintendo had released it was on the super nes or super famicom i remember reading about this game it may have been nintendo power and just like going, this is awesome. There's seven different characters that I, they need this. And it was like, I think at the time they were talking about localizing it then. And and then it just disappeared. I'm so glad this game is coming out over here. So
2: I don't know anything about this game. I haven't researched or read any story, uh, spoilers for it. I'm hoping that it does what uh, Octopath Traveler didn't do. Where you know Octopath had eight eight characters that did each character had their own storyline, but the plots never meshed, or merged into some big. Apparently, this is supposed to. That's what I'm hoping for.
0: Yeah, pair Schneider said it does because I asked him
2: I when also, he was excited
0: about this. He did say that they do merge the stories. Yeah. The
1: I'm the- looking forward to a to a 2D esque. JRPG, where there's not some stupid you got to break their guard, you've got to brave, or you've got to default. Just let me do combat.
2: yeah Get you. rid Dragon, of all that other stuff. Dragon, for, Dragon Quest 4 did that type of story well, where it's called Chapters of the Chosen, so there's literally chapter one, you play with this small party chapter two you play with a different party chapter three with a different party and at the end all those parties find each other and end game together and that's a fun game
1: i've done the demo for dragon quest 11 twice and been very much on the fence like ready to buy it and i'm like i but i just don't know that i can do like a hundred hour rpg or however long it is like that's nuts to me game pass it's on there I did download it on Game Pass, so I'm probably <laughs> like I'm gonna do it on there. A couple other releases we want to mention here: Paper Cut Mansion from Thunderful Games has been announced to uh, uh, to have a 2022 release date, uh, so that will come out this year. And Nobody Saves the World dropped today, as the, as of this recording, on the Switch. Uh, and this game, y'all has done something. It's done something to Justin Mass. It's not what made him sick, but Justin <laughs> has played over
2: 12 hours of this game. Because he's sick, he probably had more time to play.
1: That's true, true. but it's he's really into it, and he did a first look over on our YouTube channel. I'm going to talk a little bit more about it when we get to what we've been playing, but it's definitely one I feel like you should have on your radar, and for the next nine or ten days – It's uh, like 10% off on the eShop. So if you want to save a bit of money and you're looking to pick this one up, it's there or it also is on Game Pass. So there you go. That's our news. Let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor.
0: All right, fellas. Have you started your spring cleaning yet? The carpets need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and your lawn needs mowing. Spring has sprung, and the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. Time to clear out your winter bush and join the other 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off, plus free shipping with the code NINDADS. Manscaped has the full package you need for spring cleaning this year. The Performance Package 4.0 is the only tool you need to keep your boys looking and smelling like fresh tulips your partner wants. To start off your spring cleaning, use the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to get the mo- most precise shave on your hedges. Did we mention it's waterproof as well? No need to worry about watering your grass with this tool. Equipped with a LED light so you know it, it'll be a major asset to the new shower routine. So essentially, um, get 20% off free shipping with the code Nindeads at manscaped.com. 20% off plus free shipping with the code NINDEDS again at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. And I know we have two here where we've been uh, had the opportunity to get some of their products and try it out ourselves and make it a part of our routine. Uh, I use the the new uh, premium care stuff with the, uh, shampoo and the body wash, um, and the deodorant. And I also have the lip balm that they have, which has come in handy with the weather changes and all that. Uh, how about you guys? What did you guys, what do you guys use again?
1: The lip balm, the body wash, the shampoo, the, uh, crop preserver.
0: Yes, and, and I the, yeah that's right. I have those deodorant. wipe things, yeah, those wipes, and the deodorant. And it's all good. Handy. Yes, and that and
1: that's one thing I would say, Tim. As you as you ask about that, is just like I think some people hear Manscaped and they go, oh, you know, like I may not use that or I may not do that. But they've gone like beyond the the grooming products. They've gone to like self care. Uh, you know. Uh, stuff with the shampoo and and it smells fantastic. Like it's my favorite shampoo ever. Yes. So
0: I love the smell uh, of all that stuff.
1: Highly, highly recommend it.
2: Yeah, I, I picked up lip balm. I haven't had a chance to use it yet. I also picked up the plow that you recommended several months ago, and it does that. Uh, That's clean up underneath my, the beard. Works. It worked out. It worked really nice when I used it.
0: Yeah. I, I love using that too, although I, I haven't done it recently. So a little scruffy here, but <laughs> so not only do they have the stuff for below the belt, they do have a few things to help with up um, your face too. So, but not only does Manscaped do that kind of stuff, they also want to help us make us aware of testicular cancer because April is testicular cancer awareness month. Manscaped has partnered with the testicular cancer society to bring awareness to testicular Testicular cancer. Jeez, man, that's a hard word to say. <laughs> Men's health and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed at, to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men, age 15 to 35, giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their, we save balls initiative. So very important stuff. And again, help them out to help us out. Cause they do support us by Going there to manscaped.com, use Nindeads um, for the code and get 20% off and free shipping. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped. Awesome. Let's talk about some upcoming events. Sam, why
1: don't you let us in on some info about the dinner table?
0: Of course. Yeah. We got the dinner table coming up tomorrow night. Or if you're listening to this uh, tomorrow morning or this morning on the podcast feed, it's tonight. So if you're a Patreon uh, supporter, you get to get in on this. Uh, you get the RSVP. It's in our discord. Uh, it's under the events right at the beginning of the, top of the menu of our page under events. You can join in and say you're interested in and then come join us at 10 PM Eastern time um and we just chit chat about whatever. Uh we just get together and talk about movies, TV shows, games, what was in the news that's interesting everybody. Um and just have a good time. And then we even talk about important stuff. Anything that anybody needs to get off their chest, they come in and talk about it there. And that's that is why I don't record it anymore, too. So Cause sometimes we get into some personal stuff that everybody probably didn't feel comfortable in, in getting posted in a podcast. So it's no longer shared that way. So, however, I will say this, we are talking about doing a special one-off or several one-off shows of the dinner table. So stay tuned for that. When we do have some dinner tables that are recorded, uh, they won't be live or anything like that, but they'll be recorded. And uh, they'll be pretty cool. So, but that's the dinner table every third Friday of every month. And that's coming up tonight.
1: Awesome. Now it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. Jesse's Poke Minute.
0: Pika, 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 you.
2: I hate you all. Yeah. No robo Jesse this week. I didn't have a chance to get that going, but uh, for. <laughs> Pokemon charge Rocko him updates, up this week. Yeah. He's still on the charger. Uh, so <laughs> In Pokemon Go, Sustainability Week goes from April 20th at 10 a.m. through April 25th at 8 p.m. local time. Oranguru, the Sage Pokemon, makes his Pokemon Go debut. Cherubi will be shiny for the first time. And timed research during the event will require trainers to walk one kilometer to earn earn an encounter with Cherubi. Niantic will plant a tree up to 100,000 for each trainer who walks at least five kilometers during Community Day, which is that Sunday during, or it's Saturday. it's a Saturday during this this event. Sunday is Easter, so that's not going to do an event there. And finally, there will be a collection challenge that will, part of it will require you use a mossy lure at a Pokestop to collect the Gloom and bell. So if you're playing and you can't find them in the wild, that's why you got to use a Mossy Lure for that. I think they will give you a free one in, in a free event gift. So look at the shop for that. That's, that's everything I had this week.
1: That was almost a minute. Yay. For real. Let's talk about what we've been playing. <laughs> Jesse, we're actually going to throw back here and start with you because I've seen uh, that you just have one game this week, but this is the game you've actually been getting some questions about because people knew that you had it. So uh, why don't you tell us what you've been playing?
2: Okay, so I, I haven't gotten far into it. I'm maybe an hour in still, but I've been playing Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition. I have not done the Radical Dreamers part of it yet, so I don't know anything about that. But, you know, I played like the first hour of Chrono Cross and, you know, I, I I played the original PS1 version, maybe like 15 or 20 minutes. So I know I've gotten past that part, but you know, I've I just barely got to like when the first big plot twist is is happens. And so I don't know anything after that. Uh, but, you know, this is a game I'm wanting to continue. I just have to have... I just haven't had a lot of gaming time in the last few weeks, uh, but uh, that's that. That's what I've been playing. You know, do, do you know what these questions are, or are you just saying that people's been asking, been talking about? Well, it? I
1: think they've just been asking about what your impressions of the game are, and okay. if you had compared it to the original Chrono Cross, because there's actually been quite a bit of chatter online about how uh, this is not really that big of an
2: upgraded. A release, yeah, I can't speak for. I, I, it's been like 15 years or so since I played the PS1, and you know I tried the PS1 version, so I can't compare that. The battle system at first is really confusing. It doesn't explain anything, so you just kind of have to f- figure it out. So, you know, I know you. You have to do melee attacks first, which fills out fills up these gauges there are it's like three rows of ga- of gauges that can have different number of columns in each row. no idea what they mean, but once I have them filled, I can use an elemental attack i think and and like the very first scene they kind of throw at what they did in Dragon Quest six at you they play a scene that's. Probably later on in the game for, you know, 15 or 20 minutes. And then you get sucked back into whatever is considered current. So I'll probably later on in the game eventually get to that point again. But, you know, your hit points are higher. You have more of those status bars in that opening act than you did, than you do when the game actually really starts. So it's kind of off putting. And Inferno asks, Oh man, (laughs) he took away my powers. (laughs) I don't know what he 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 asked the colored circles. I'm not sure what he's referring to. I know there's something, (laughs) excuse me, there are some ovals and circles uh, shown in the upper left corner. I have no no idea what that means. And so I, I did a live stream with like the first 45 minutes. And then I don't, someone else who got the review code for this also, Dan, D- Dan did a, uh, about, again, about a 45 minute video. that So both of them were up on our channel. He actually got farther than I did because I had a hard time catching that stupid bird.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, so uh, there's two, definitely two unique views on the
2: game for people and to check we, out. And we both have a, very similar comments. We both said, ooh, that song's from Chrono Trigger. Or, <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on.
1: <laughs> so, if there's not some form of remaster or remake of Chrono Trigger coming, I don't understand why this game got released before Chrono Trigger on uh,
2: uh, modern I systems. Of, I, I agree with you. Yeah, it looks like, and I made this comment in the video, I think they're the exact same models. I don't think they... Up- they touch the models at all? Definitely. When it gets to the pre-rendered stuff, it looks the same. You can, yeah. But but uh, the text they use, like a, you know, higher resolution textures and high, you know, a little bit better quality textures. But the models and the rigging is still the same. The 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 walking is really stiff. It looks like a PS one game.
1: Yeah, I did play through this game back in the day on PS one. And I prefer to never play through it again. Yeah. It was it does, not my favorite RPG. I don't think it did any justice to the Chrono Trigger legacy. It's just not great.
2: It it does have additional features like you can turn on auto battle, which I didn't even notice that was a thing. I I noticed it from dance video. Uh, you can there's a fast forward button which I did trigger accidentally and I, it's. Meant to be done in battle, not when you're walking. When you're doing it in walking, you're uncontrollable. There's a slow motion, of which I don't know why you'd want to use that.
0: Maybe the something time.
2: maybe something later happens where it comes in useful. But and and you can also shut off random battles.
0: Hmm.
2: That's so you can that's just go feature. through the game
1: and never le- never level up. It's it's right. totally
2: fine. Sure. Okay. Nothing wrong <laughs> sure. with that.
1: How I used to play RPGs. I would fight to the the thing and I would die a bunch of times and then I would like go buy a bunch of potions and stuff and stock up enough to scrape through the fight and then go to the next thing and yeah. There's no grinding.
2: <laughs> but yes. at least there's no there's no there, there's no random battles that I know at least not yet. Uh all the battles I did, I was able to see them on the map and like again I mentioned there was this bird you had to you have to just take take three of them out and they will flee from you so you have to like s- literally set up traps for them or in one in one case you have to block a block a path so th- the bird gets stuck in the tunnel and then you can get him one he's running in a circle and you just have to eventually run faster than it and catch it
1: square Enix love those like multiple blocking path mini games in the ps1 era like there's the the battle scene in final fantasy 7 and then there's th- there's this and then in final fantasy 3 or 6 if you want to call it that there was the battle you know like you have to move multiple units across different p- pieces of the map and
2: yeah it they don't ever really work that great <laughs> At least I i i did like in final fantasy 6 so you can sometimes you know, they, the the scenes where you did split up your group That mainly because you weren't limited to just four or those four characters, you you could have sixteen characters on the field. You just can't control more than four at a time.
1: Yeah, it also lets you know who you spent no time leveling up.
2: Mog and Gal. (laughs) Yep,
1: yep. Mog he just sits there and does nothing the entire game, and at the end they're like, "Hey, by the way, you've got to use him," and you're fighting level seventy enemies, and he's level twelve. Have fun. Right. Because he has to complete this integral part of the game that you can't get through Now using him.
0: Terrible. That's funny.
1: Uh yeah. So uh that's what you've been playing, Tim. What have you been playing? I think we know.
0: Uh I've been playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. No. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. That it's not coming out until I'm done with that game. <laughs> Well, hurry oh, up. You're, you're not gonna that, get it. That's like the beginning of Chrono
2: Cross when you play a part of the game and then you wake up. Yes. And then you really start the game.
0: Yes. Uh, I've been playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. In fact, uh earlier before the show, and before I had to do some work, um, I watched Andros, uh, one of our pals at Nintendo Pals. <laughs> uh he was playing uh Breath of the Wild, but doing the master quest for the uh or uh, master quest for the master sword or the master level for the master sword, the hardest level, whatever that is for the but DLC stuff. Not the DLC. He's getting the master sword going through the trials for the master sword. Uh, but at the highest level, uh, you can, the hardest level that you can get in, in breath of the wild, which is the master level. I think this is DLC. I don't remember this in the main game.
1: Yeah. Cause in the DLC you're powering up the master sword and there's three different, Trials. So I guess there's a the DLC easy, medium and hard. Yeah.
0: yeah. He's do. he was doing the master level of that. So in the video and what I learned in that while he was doing that was because he had, to, you have to have at least what is it? 12, 13 hearts, at least in order to get the master sword. Yep. Uh, he, he didn't want, he didn't want to grind that out. So he did the glitch that I didn't know that was there. There's a glitch where you can uh, copy hearts and get more hearts.
1: I did not know this. I need to know this.
0: Yes. I wrote down notes about how to do that because I watched a person do it on a video. Hey. Uh, so, yeah, I got notes that I did. We'll share those later. Right here. Here's my Ooh. notes. If you're watching, ah. I wrote a bunch of notes. Step you have, by step you have how adopted the
1: Krista uh, using a notebook.
0: Yep, for I different had. games. Oh, I've been I've been doing that too. So yeah, I just always try to remember it's something I've been doing. See, when I do when I do notes, it's on graph paper. Yeah, this is this is <laughs> on dot paper. These are dots. You couldn't see the dots. So, but it also I but need but anyways, to set my
1: game up because I'm just trying to remember it all and I can't.
2: Yeah, I for, for, for I know for, I can't. For the audio listeners, I showed
0: a picture of my inscription map that I drew that I shared yeah. with Tim. Which, yeah, you took a picture of and you sent it. And it helped me a lot when I was doing act two. So, or act three, sorry, three. act three. Uh, so that helped me out a lot. Cause it was like, okay, I'm going to go this way. I know, I know I didn't have to waste time just like aimlessly wandering in the, that uh, area. So, but anyways, yes. So I learned about that trick and I got to try it before I had to work and it works. The trick, the the glitch. So I was able. I took um, five hearts and gave it to the stone at the. I'm really bad with names, so forgive me. But the the village where you buy your house, right? Um. In In Breath of the Wild, there's that yep. village where you have to go buy. You can go buy your own house. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know which one you're talking about, but I, I can't. A Tino village. Hatano Village. Yeah, Hatano Village. Whatever. There you um, got the, there's a stone there where you can trade with that stone. Basically, you can swap whether you want hearts or stamina with it. That's what it was built for. You could trade it in and then you got to buy them back, but you can buy back. If you like trade in your hearts, uh, you get hundred rupees for it. And then uh, you got to buy them back for 120 rupees though. But when you buy them back, you can ask for it back as a heart, like you sold it, or as stamina. So you can actually change if you want more stamina or more hearts. That's the reason why it was there. There's a glitch there where if you do certain things after trading them in and buying them back and then going to the shrine that's nearby and doing some camera tricks, and then reloading the save you saved when you bought those hearts back, you can rebuy those same hearts, even though you already bought them back. And then that's how you duplicate them. <laughs> so I now have 15 hearts so I can go and get the master sword if I want, without having to go grind out the other shrines. Peter. So now it's da- now I'm down to the uh, contemplating whether I want to just bulk up and have you know, all 20 hearts right off the bat while I'm going through the rest of the game or build up my stamina.
2: What's going to happen if you max out your hearts and your stamina and then you, and then you go trade in orbs.
0: Yeah. You're going to break your game. i probably so, but that's why I'm like, I'm debating. I'm like, uh, I just, I was able to do pretty good with what hearts I had. I think I had 10 and I traded in five and bought back five and then was able to duplicate five. So that's why I got 15. Um, but I think I'm going to leave it at that because I just wanted to get that out of the way and then go about my business. I was able to unlock two more parts of the map Three since the last time I posted about it. I think it was like two or three parts, no two parts. I beat the second divine beast. Uh, I think it's the last time I talked to you guys. Um, so I'm on a roll. I'm getting through it. I got two more divine beasts to do. I gotta go get the master sword, um, unlock. Uh, I think a couple more parts of the map, and yep, I'm getting closer. Like I said, my goal is to get done now before July, mid July, so I can get ready for a live 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 a life. Live alive, live alive. Live alive.
1: <laughs> I mean, it would make much more sense if it was live alive, because you're living alive, right. life. But no, they want to call it live alive. Five alive. Then sounds like a tangy juice drink from the 80s that is no longer produced. (laughs) Five Alive. Yes. And I know all of us are old enough here to remember Five Alive.
2: I don't think that was available where I was. I've never heard of it. Jesse,
1: you go Google it now. Five Alive.
0: But that's what I've been playing. Marty, what you've been playing?
1: I have been playing. Nobody saves the world. It came out today. Justin's also been playing this and I love and hate this game. <laughs> 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 it is exactly what my son said earlier. Cause he started a, a file as well. Um, so here's what I love about this game. I love the art style. It's very adventure time ish kind of uh, almost a, a little bit binding of Isaac ish. So I like that. I could see that. Um, yeah. The humor in the game is on point, as is the music. I love both of those things. Uh, I love the different forms that you're able to uh, turn into. There's like maybe 40 or 50 forms, I think, throughout the game. Basically, if you're not familiar with the game, the concept is you're, you wake up in this strange world and you're like a blank white NPC with like hollow eyes. And as you level up and do things for people, you... Um, you get different forms that you can turn into. Your first form is a rat, which then quickly becomes the ability to turn into either uh, a guard or a ranger, which then goes to a slug or a horse. And there's all these ones that you see coming and they all have like different things that they can do. And the only thing like, so, and, and I almost like it's another thing I really like about this game is it's roguelike, meaning the dungeons that you go into change every time you go into them. If you die, you're going to come back. That dungeon is going to be different. Objective is going to be the same. The outcome is going to be the same, but the layout is going to be different. Um, and it's a little like, I didn't know how to describe this any other way, but this one, like I, um, it's a little Diablo-esque in that, like, you start out with one attack, and then you get different attacks that are mapped to different buttons. So only, like, you can't change it, I don't think. But then, like, there's one, like, each attack kind of stacks on each other. So, like, as the rat, you have Bite. And Bite, when you bite an enemy so many times, it inflicts poison. And then there's an upgraded attack called Consume, which once, once you use Poison... It hits harder if the enemy is poisoned. So there's this whole strategy to like, you know, using all these things and there's things like for the guard, when you get below 30% health, he gets a buff for his attack and just goes insane. And it's so, it's a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun just um, like exploring the world and everything. Here's my con. Uh, A lot of the attacks are very close to your character's body. And there's a lot of enemies that have range, and you don't. Oh, so, like, you have to get up right sucks. next to them to hit them. And then, so you're getting hit, all this all this stuff. And there's no dodge. There's no dodge roll. There's no shield, at least that I found in the forms that I have. It's just, you got to tough it out.
2: Well, at least consume soon does heal
1: you a bit. Yes, it does. It does. And so, a lot of these things are a bit like you have... Health and you have mana. And so a lot, like, you level up by doing many quests, like many challenges. And so there's overall challenges for your character. There's purchasable challenges, like I bought one earlier that's a never-ending challenge that's just based on how many enemies you kill. And so you can get an infinite amount of XP from it. So eventually it's going to pay off. You know, like right now I'm not getting much, but like... As it goes, it's going to pay off. Um, and then there's there's form specific quests. So like with the with the rad, it's like inflict poison on twenty five enemies. That's not going to be the same thing as for the guard. Uh, for the ranger, it started out as you know like the arrows that shoot that this form shoots are poison tipped. So it's if you charge like charge up fully. And shoot 25 enemies with charged up arrows. Yeah. They basically and force
2: then, you to learn the moves of every game.
1: Yes. It's it's kind of a tutorial, but then those stacks. So like you'll get charged one, charge two, charge three, and each of these quests expand on each other, but the rewards that you get from it are really, really good. Like, like that's how like I've played maybe an hour and thirty of the game. I'm like at maybe the first big dungeon, and I'm already level five, and I've already unlocked like seven or eight forms. So wow. I I think it's worth it. Like right now, it's, it's, it's $24.99 on the eShop right now, but I think there's like a 10% off or 20% off right now, so you can get it for a few bucks less. It looks and plays exactly like it does on Xbox, but I would say this. it's If you have an Xbox, it's available on Game Pass. So...
2: Right. This says he's
1: the, level 22 yeah he's way further than i am um but here's why he's way further than i am i just well, he's had the game for a week um i have been absolutely sucked into lego star wars the skywalker saga and if you listen to last week's show i bought it on ps5 over switch because i was worried about the the janglies and the frame rates which i never worry about i guess until a lego game comes out i don't You know, that's so weird, but uh, gotta have your Legos looking like Legos. I did pick up a switch copy because I thought there may be some people who want some impressions of this. I will say this the best comparison that you can watch on it right now is done by Digital Foundry. Uh, they do a four way shot with Switch, Xbox Series X, PS5, and PC all together. At the same point in the same world, kind of doing the same things. Here's what you'll notice the Switch version runs well, but there's obviously like a sacrifice in quality, right? Uh, It doesn't even really run at 1080p. So I think 720 is the top that you get out of it. Um, The Switch version seems a little bit like more washed out or like, or like it's too bright. You know, there's like not enough contour and shading which that can be expected um but i will say that if you're sacrificing that for the actual portability part of it i i like the switch version it runs extremely well uh there's no like there is a little there like i did notice like even in the opening movie there was a little bit of jerkiness in the 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 video like the like the teaser video that plays before the title screen. But I haven't really noticed any of that, like in actually playing. So that's really what matters. But if you're looking for the best looking version of the game, <laughs> that's PS five. It, it really is. It's, it's running at 4k 60 frames per second. So um, it's, it's just, it looks fantastic on the PS five, but for the fact that they packed nine Lego games, or if you you may just want to call it one game because that's what it is, but that much content into the Switch version and still had it play well, I think it's it's a huge contender for, um, you know, I mean, there's nothing that I would say, oh, it's terrible, stay away, right? So uh, I'm enjoying it. It what I'm actually doing is like my wife and I will play it on PS5. And um, this, is, this is so stupid, but it, I can't stand the split screen. Like, in for, you know, like in past Lego games, like if you got far enough away from each other, it would draw a line and it would split the screen then. Yeah. And this one, it's split all the time. And I feel like I'm missing stuff. Okay. Even, if you're, even if you're standing right next to each other, the screen does not expand. Okay. You're, it's split screen at all times. Ew. I want to play this full screen. So I'm going to do that on my switch. Gotcha. (laughs) And I want to play the split screen, better looking version that will put all of the time in on the PS five with her because Lego games are kind of like a love language for her. And that's really the only video game she'll play. Um, Makes sense. Also, I'm I'm going to make a note of this. We um, have been trying to do more gaming as a family. Um, and we decided the other day, like, we played Mario Party Superstars, the new one. And my kids were like, we kind of like Super Mario Party better. Uh, and I said, okay, that's fine. This week we'll play that. And we, I wanted to do the river rafting, you know, yes, section. Because I still haven't beat it. And I'd like to unlock Donkey Kong. So we do the river rafting thing. And we're like... There's like two paths left that I haven't gone through the end of them on. We are right there and the time runs out. Oh no. And there's no, there's no continuability. There's no like you can rewind and redo this last section and try to do better. There's none of that. And we were like, we were really trying. Yeah. And and listen, I'm not gonna say this very often, but that pissed me off. I was like, <laughs> this is stupid. Right design, it's terrible. It was like at the end, you like you've you've spent thirty minutes playing this game, right? Right, right, because it's it's hugely long. I mean, there's five sections. You're having to stop and pop balloons and play mini games all the time and do all this stuff. You get to the end of this thirty minute section and you have literally nothing to show for it. Right. Yeah, it just left a sour taste in my mouth, and there's no way. I'm gonna play that game with four, with three CPUs, and try to do it on my own. I'm not doing it, so I guess Donkey Kong will just stay locked. <laughs> I like. I want to understand if they put Donkey Kong behind a paywall. Like, uh, okay, you've done. You can only spend the points you get from the river rafting game, and you'll have to get this many to pay for him and unlock him, right? Yes,
2: you can at least that grind would make that more sense. out. Huh? You could at least if it was that way, you could at least grind it out. Exactly. You exactly. Do it and I would be okay shot. with that. Like,
1: I feel at this point, like, like, you have to be like some kind of like river rafting Jesus to do it. Like, you know, it's like, I, I don't, I don't get it. Because we got to the end and it was like, there is absolutely no way that we're going to make it through the section. With this, you know, and there was nothing that could save us like the games were, you know, you get 30 or 40 seconds, but then it was like, you know, and and here's the deal, like it's, it's Mario Party, right? That's fine. But you're playing Mario Party with your teenage kids and your wife who never plays video games. So at one point, like she's like, this game's not controlling right. She's playing the Penguin Chase game, you know, like, you know, we're doing the Penguin Chase where you're trying to corral them all and put them in the pen. And she's like, I'm I'm pushing up and I'm moving to the left and I look and she's holding her Joy-Con like this straight up and I'm like, you got to turn it horizontal, babe. <laughs> like, well, I feel stupid. You know, it was.
2: So what she know. thought was up, she was actually pushing left or something like yep. that.
1: Yep, yep. So she was just running up, at the, she was just t- just slammed up against the wall. Anyway, so
2: yeah, well, I don't I know the like, we'll place. I could see why she would do that. You know, yep. We like remote controls because
1: have because all the time in that in that rafting game, you're holding it straight up so you can row, right? Oh,
2: okay. See. <laughs>
1: And, and then there's and, and you've got to do the yeah so you get the extra seconds and I know it's not supposed to be like just a cakewalk or whatever but come on game's four years old and we still haven't unlocked everything in it uh, so yeah that's what we've been playing I don't know that we'll play Super Mario Party again ever that's uh, And with that being said let's turn on the community spotlight shall we Tim, why don't you bring us up to date on what's going on on the Nintendo Dad's family of podcasts?
0: Of course. Uh, basically, it's uh, we have our three shows that we have along our along with ours and our family of podcasts. We have got Retro Logic, Dad's After Dark show, and Game Pass News. So if you're into retro games, you go to the Retro Logic guys, and they talk. Uh, there's Dan and John and Sam there. They talk about the latest retro and modern gaming discussions there. And they right now. They're currently in round three of their control controller wars bracket. So you can go follow them on Twitter um, or hit us up if you need to if you need to connect with that. So you can go vote in in their uh, controller wars bracket, which is a lot. That's of fun. been fun. Yes,
2: I'm still um, upset that the Ouya controller
0: beat the Intellivision controller. Yeah, I thought that was that's, weird. That's just wrong. <laughs> dads after dark is off so the dads after dark show is doing the booty bracket still as marty mentioned earlier they're in round three or not round three but down to the last three which samus is in and if you haven't voted in this round go vote for samus i don't care who else is there just go vote for samus so but listen to drew and john uh and sadie of course talk about video games tv long care dirty jokes and more of course uh with them um, and go check them out. They're on YouTube as well, uh, and you can go check out some of John's 30-minute review, 30-second reviews, excuse me, 30-second reviews, uh, which are really cool. He does an excellent job at those, so go check those out. Uh, and then game, game Pass News with Nick and Sean. Uh, they go over the latest scoop on games available on Game Pass, what to look out for, good or bad, which is always beneficial, especially when they drop a lot of games in Game Pass. Um, so go check them out. Game Pass News.
1: Awesome. Uh, Let's get into some questions from the community uh, and some comments. The first thing we want to bring up is uh, from Scott the Geek, and he sent us an email sharing uh, with us asking this question, what if you could have the Switch Pro treatment for all existing games right now for under $100? And to answer his question, he lets us know about a dongle or a device called the Marseille M Classic, which is an HDMI dongle that upscales your Nintendo Switch. Uh, and he says that even on a 1080p TV, the difference was noticeable. So I'd presume that it'd be even more dramatic on a 4K TV. Uh, and this device is out there, uh, again, for about $100. Bucks, uh, and uh, they actually have a, a full line of these um, I had originally heard about the M Classic uh, in reference to the GameCube. And so there's several different versions, I think, of this out here. Uh, but we just wanted to let you know about it in case there's some of you out there that may want to try it. That's Marseille. That's M-A-R-S-E-I-L-L-E or Marseille M Classic. So, Or you could just Google M Classic and it pops up. So there's that. Thanks for the tip. Scott the Geek, we appreciate you. Um, Questions from the chat on Nixus asks us.
2: Before we move on, I wanted to comment here. Okay. I I think my big concern is uh, how much latency would that add? Some games latency doesn't matter. Some games it greatly does. It does.
1: Yeah. So what I've read about this, Jesse, is there's actually three settings. Uh, There's a low, a a medium, and a high. Uh, As far as like how, how much do you want it to upscale? So you actually change that on the device itself. There's a button that you you push and it there's an LED light that changes to show which one it is.
2: Okay. So, at least you so have it options.
1: may be maybe that you're able to, you know, lower it if you need to or raise it. So it'd be pretty cool. I would like to see one in person before I make a purchase.
2: You know, like I'm not
1: saying I'm not discounting Scott's summation. It's just that for me, I'm not like a big, I I say this after I've talked about (laughs) Star Wars, I'm not a big frame rate guy. I'm not a big upscale, like a big thing guy. Like, can it make my GameCube look HD? Then cool. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Because it looks like garbage on on my big screen TV.
2: Yeah. I remember seeing it on like Facebook when it was newer, you know, just ads all over the place for it and i'm like okay i don't really care but uh yeah yeah for i'd be interested you know if, if someone's asking how much this, this is this is you know it's i, I did a google search for it to, to remind myself what this even was and it seemed to vary between 90 and 95 depending on where you buy it from yeah
1: and so. and speaking of devices i wanted to, to mention this um Our good friends over at Genki have a new uh, set of headphones that are coming out that are supposed to be, quote, unquote, AirPod killers. uh, Because when they connect to your switch or connect to any device, they allow two streams of audio to come in at once.
0: Yeah, I backed Uh, those immediately because of that. Because I've been waiting for true wireless earbuds that could do that. Uh, yeah, and like one my, thing like my Steel Series does, but with my Steel, Steel Series, it's Bluetooth and wired to do yeah. the, the dual sound. This is two Bluetooth strings. This is strange. two Bluetooth. So,
1: uh, and another yeah. thing too that yeah. with I that, saw the
0: price tag for the, for
2: those, and I'm like, I think I'll pass on these.
1: Yeah, with that, they also announced uh, announced and are are adding to that a brand new version of the Covert Dock which they're calling the mm-hmm. covert dock light or mini. Uh, and I'm interested in that. Uh, there's, there's some several improvements that they've been able to make that they've had to be smart because of the chip shortage, which has actually helped them innovate. I think it's really cool. Yep. Uh, and I, will, I will probably be picking one of those up.
0: They also removed the USB-A plug yes. in it to help save space.
1: Removing USB-A is always an improvement at this point. Um
2: unless, unless says this. Unless you're playing it among us.
1: That's true.
2: That's true.
1: anixus uh, asks this. I wanted to know if the end ads were going to discuss 2D and top D. It's a neat concept and wanted to see what the end ads think or slash thought about it. I didn't even know what this is uh, or was until I went and Googled it after he asked this question. Uh, it's actually a game that released on Nintendo Switch today, called Two D and Top D. Uh, the premise is that there's it's two characters.
2: T-O-O-D-E-E.
1: Yes, Two D. It's like Two D and Top D. That's how I'm going to say it. Um, so in the game, you play as Two D um, until like there's a jump or something that you can't do, and you switch into Top D mode, which turns you into another character that can then manipulate the environment so that 2d can progress and it becomes a top-down like almost zelda-esque isometric view Hmm. i think it's brilliant and i'm immediately going to go buy this game
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i didn't hear about this game either that's that's cool i'm looking at it right now on the nintendo page uh very very cool in fact uh, yeah, you definitely
1: need to check out a video of it to see it in action so you can kind of understand what's going on but um, it'd be great to, did, did, Tim, does it say if it's co-op or not?
0: Uh, it says single system, one or two, one to two player, So Okay. Local. So
1: one player can be one and one that, Oh, I like or that.
0: Local play, multiplayer.
1: Maybe a good, maybe a good, uh, game with the kids or, uh, maybe a good extra life game. Be interesting. i might Possibly. have to check this game out. Thank you for bringing it to our attention. Anixis. Yeah. I'm going to put the brilliant.
0: link in our chat here. So.
1: Yeah, so go check that out. Uh, from the Discord, here are quite a few questions. Uh, and uh, we'll get to something else here in a minute from Patreon. But Andrew awesome Nintendo Pals uh, asked a brilliant question last week when Kit and Krista were on about what were some of the weirdest or worst comments that you've received on something you made, uh, like a video or social media post or podcast review, DM, et cetera. Uh, he asked that to them. But uh, this week he turns the question to us and wants to know if there's been any of that for us. And his follow-up question is, has there ever been anything you wanted to reply to with a comeback but decided not to? What would your reply have been?
2: I going to let you go comments, first. But uh, I did see one once that basically said that, you know, I have a hard time speaking what i want to speak and yeah that's not wrong i i've never been a good speaker you uh, but i still like to talk about nintendo and video games and other things i like so you
0: know
2: i i never said that i'm great i i would never do this for money because no one would ever hire me for this but i like doing this so I, we do it for,
0: for the way we do it yeah I can't think of anything right now.
1: (laughs) Uh, I'm going to, um, I'm going to, I'm going to throw one out here that we got um, a year ago. You you ready for this one?
0: Go for it. We're going to, we're going
1: to air some, I'm I'm, I'm actually on uh, the um, reviews of our podcast on iTunes. So anybody can go see these. So I'm not like, and I'm not going to share names, but this one was the title of it was they should rename this Canada greater than America cast. (laughs) It says it's sad. So many video game podcasters feel the need to trash America. If you love Canada, cool start a different podcast. So the rest of us can listen to gaming news and opinions while you wait in line for free healthcare. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, and then there was another one here about that time that said, They broke something good. Listened for years, but after being frustrated for months of having multiple shows shoved into one subscription, I gave up. I wish they would split After Dark, Animal Crossing, and the dinner shows into separate podcasts. It's called the skip button, my dude. <laughs>
2: there you go. Uh, but uh, they are their own podcasts now.
1: Hmm. Yep. Um, my well, so we took this guy's advice. Hopefully, he comes back and listens. Um, my other favorite one was the one that we got, um, right after I started being on the show that basically said, um, yeah, here it is. Four years ago, used to be my second favorite podcast. The new guy is terrible. His voice is so grating and he constantly interrupts. He's wrong about stuff unless he's looking it up online at the moment. And pretends to be an expert on
2: things.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Love it. Um,
0: Good times. Good times.
1: Four years ago. I'm
0: still here. Yeah. Sorry, I ruined your podcast, dude. Sucks to suck. You know, I haven't even looked at the podcast feedback. I'm afraid to now.
1: (laughs) Um, Here's what I do. Here's what I do with this. Here's what we do with this uh, to answer Andros's question. I print it out and the next time I take a poop. No, I don't do that. That, No. (laughs) Uh, It's going to hurt. Yeah, it would hurt. It has (laughs) papers and some sharp edges. Um, I'm not going to sit here and lie though and, and, and tell you that it doesn't get to me at times. That, that, that comment about my voice in particular hurt and it is, caused me a lot of doubts over the years because i already don't like hearing what i sound like and i know that like for a lot of people that probably listen to this podcast like maybe you don't hear a southern voice a lot of times and that's you know that's tragic number one that you don't hear a southern voice
0: did a you times, see but. did you see what Ebbsell said about he said, it, he said, I bet Mason wrote that one after you kicked DK out of the list. <laughs> I bet he did.
1: I bet he did. Uh, but yeah, so like I did. I did for a time. Like, I was like, I was very self-conscious about how I sounded on a recording. And then I realized um, that uh, people still listen and they still back the podcast on Patreon and they do yeah. all that. And yeah, it's
0: one guy. Yeah, we're not going to make everybody happy, of course. So Right? Yeah.
1: Right? Well, no, listen, there's probably a ton of people we've ticked off over the years, and that's okay. Right. yeah. I can, we are not everyone's cup of tea.
0: I can't remember anything, any weird or worse comments that we received uh, or anything like what you read, but towards me or anything like that. Um, if anything, I'm sure I might sound like a smart ass coming off to people in our Discord because <laughs> I keep trying to tell people to... Use the right channels. <laughs> I'm you not did trying it to me to, today. I'm trying not today, to. i it. To me. To, I'm trying to maintain control.
1: <laughs> I know you are. You listen. You are the. Uh, you are the uh, garland in our chaos. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate that.
0: I'm, uh, I'm truly right. not trying to call out people or anything like that. I, I try to have fun with it. And I think that I have to watch how I do that. Cause it might be, it might look like I'm trying to make fun of any somebody. So I'm trying to now either, either I'll talk to you off to the side or, or something like that, but uh, about trying to do something, but yeah, that's uh Discord has been crazy the past. I love how you're love like, you. and
1: then we had to pull Marty aside and have a conversation. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. You no. can't post that in the junk drawer, Marty. It goes <laughs> in the Nin <Nindad's laughs> podcast channel. And so I moved it. And this is your third formal warning <laughs> next time the beatings begin.
0: <laughs> write ups, the write ups happen.
1: <laughs> After that, no more crumble cookie for you. No more. <laughs>
0: No, it's it's that's where I think I see the most comments and they're not weird or worse or anything like that. It's just sometimes there's some fun stuff happening in in Discord that I see more often than I would. The, in the thing way is, way. Oh, is that I guess YouTube, there's some fun stuff in YouTube.
1: Oh, yeah. We get some we get some good stuff in YouTube.
0: Good <laughs> stuff. I'm putting that in. Closed. But I can't remember them off the top of my head. The,
1: the thing is, is that I'm probably more apt to if I see something that I think is about you guys. I'm more apt to jump in and be like, uh-uh, no, we're not no, get out of here. We're not having that crap. Yeah. I would probably wouldn't defend myself, but I would defend you guys. That's just it's what it is. Thanks for the question, Andrew. This It's a good question. And Mecca uh,
0: Mecca's trying to give me feedback on Discord in our channel well, right now. It's like this is see, Mecca, there's actually a channel on our Discord for feedback. <laughs> Yes, I love it. Uh, <laughs>
1: I love it. That's fantastic. Uh, Shy guy asks us this. Uh, he says the Nintendo ninjas go full force. All Nintendo podcasts are forced to shut down. The ads stay together but need to rebrand and choose to go a non-gaming route. What is your new podcast about? This is obvious. It's Crumble Cookie. It's yeah,
2: Crumble I think Cookie. Podcast. People mentioned that in one. general. Food dads. Food dads.
0: Snack dads.
1: Snack. I see. I like snack dads, but it's a little close to our friends, the Snack Network.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, over there. Well, we would we would join forces with them. So, can we, can we, can oh, we come be fire? part of the Snack sn- snack Network. will be snack I got dads. It. I got it. Are you ready? Well, the sure. Nom Tendo Dads. There you go. Nom Tendo Dads. Nom Nom-nom. Nom. Nom
1: Nom Tendo Dads podcast <laughs> uh it's just about things that make us go nom nom nom. exactly yep i love it
0: y'all trade have market, any ideas trademark it nom tendo dads i'll do i'll if and then i'll do a, uh i could still do damn, the dinner table show
1: damn, that is a shirt that is a shirt idea right there nom, nom tendo dads. dads yes i'm telling you they're not going to take that one down.
0: Nom Tendo Dads with <laughs> all of us just going nom, nom, nom with our favorite snacks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yep. I'll do Mecha, one about my Mecha Dragon,
1: Mecha Dragon did. Yeah. Hat Dads. That's a great one. <laughs> um Mecha Dragon has a great series because X Dads, which is, I like that. Yep. X Dads. Sounds Reminds me of like the late 90s, early 2000s when everything was extreme. Yep. Extreme dads.
0: Wow. <laughs> yes. Or the I X games. Yes. Like the X dads. X dads. What was the X dads are
1: coming for you. Let me tell you something, baby. X dads going to come for you. Come through the screen, hit you in the head with the plunder.
0: Or it could be like DX. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. Well, what, was the, what, was, what was the WWE group? It was D- H- generation
1: X. X. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In my first year of college, this here's a deep dive on Marty's life. In my first year of college, uh, the, the college I went to did not have classes at all in January. So you got a pretty sizable Christmas break. like You ended yes. about midway through December. All the way through January, classes resumed the first Monday in February. However, you could take uh, a, an extended class. They called it January term or J term, as you called it during the like students called it. So you would finish a three-hour course or, or three credit-hour yeah, course like in four, four weeks. Hours. So, like you, but you, and you could like there was a limit. You could only take so many classes. So, right. but like I did it a couple times got seven hours out of the way both both months. So it was actually really beneficial for me to do it. But they did stuff on campus because there were so few people there. They did they did stuff on campus that they didn't normally do. So they had a dodgeball tournament. So I gathered up all these people and then here's the here's the point of the story. Our name for our dodgeball team was preparation X. <laughs>
0: Nice. Yeah,
1: we uh, we almost won. They would have had nice. to print the, t- the term Preparation X <laughs> in this conservative school's newspaper, and I was here for it. Um, nice. They probably would have changed it, just to be honest. But that was, yeah, that was in the height of the DX era.
0: Everything was. Everything had to have an X you know, in it. Yeah, yes. absolutely. It was
1: fantastic. Uh, so, so Mike, yeah, that's right.
0: Can I flip this question for our audience real quick? I want to flip it with a little twist. Okay. So for anybody who's listening, I want to hear something a little bit different. Not what new podcast, what we do, but if Nintendo ninjas came and said, we could not have the Nintendo dad's name anymore, what name should we call ourselves? What name would you call us? What would be our new podcast name? That's what I want to hear from from all our listeners.
1: Hmm. Come up with a new name. So secretly what we're doing is crowdsourcing our new name. (laughs) Correct. Let's be.
0: No, I (laughs) mean, (laughs) full disclosure, we've had problems before with the name Nintendo dads. uh, And that's why we've had trouble with some of our merch. I swear,
1: if we had a dollar for every time somebody said, why didn't you call yourselves the Nintendo dads?
0: Yes, yeah, we can't. We just take Nintendo or Nintendo out of it, you know, and come up with a. Just dads. How would we brand it's ourselves out here? Somebody's already got that though. Dadcast, the dads—they already have that.
1: It's Preparation so. X podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> gaming dads taken. Right,
1: gaming, yeah, gaming. Dad's taken, so that's right. And, and he needs to keep that that's good friend yeah. of the show, gaming dad, over there. That's right. Um, honestly, can can, can get my honest answer if I didn't do Nintendo dads? Um, yeah, G. aker says not Tendo dads. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not perfect. Nintendo dads podcast. Not tindo. Uh, Seriously though, I would love to do a podcast about pro wrestling. I, I'm serious. So if there's anybody out there, I don't have any time. But if you want to start one and invite me on every now and then to talk, uh, I'll do it. Uh, seriously,
0: that's that's the problem we're having with PlayStation. We have a lot of people who play PlayStation, but they don't have the time. So right, like, yeah, they're like, you can invite me on it, but I can't do a podcast. I can't, yeah, <laughs> I can't do another podcast.
1: Um, Mega Dragon with this question says, "Who saw the Sonic movie?" And while we're at it, let's hear those Sonic memories if you have them. Who's the best Sonic character? Tim, you saw it. You're the only one of us who saw Sonic Two. I saw it. Which I by the way, was. was 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 Sonic Two not the number one movie in the nation? Jesse saw it. Yes. It was. Mean, no, you one. saw it too. It's yeah, number it too. one. Who would ever have thought those words would come out of your mouth? Sonic the Hedgehog, number one movie in America.
2: Or actually, uh, Kit and Krista talked about it on their show that came out earlier today, <laughs> right. saying. Yeah, there has been two Sonic movies in the time that there has not been a Mario movie yet. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so what would you guys think? No spoilers, please, because I'm going to see it very soon.
2: I, I liked it. Uh, I'm, yep. I still would have liked to see what the uh, monstrosity tails and Knuckles would have looked like. But, you know,
0: the current right. models that they went with are, are good. Oh. Yeah, no, it was definitely uh, a fun movie, especially because Sam is a super fan of Sonic. Uh, it's one of fa- his favorite characters. Yeah. So, I heard of
2: people complaining about the middle section. I didn't think it was that bad. I think it went on I a little I have no bit... idea what they were talking about. I, I still... think that, that section went on a little bit longer than it needed to, but it didn't take the whole thing
0: down like people Some people. Yeah, uh, I I I have no idea what they were talking about. I I enjoyed the movie, I but I that's that's me. I go into the movie and just be you know I'm going in to enjoy it. I don't look for things to nitpick. Um, nothing. Let's put it this way. Nothing jumped out at me and said, "Oh man," you know, or anything like that. It was just a fun movie for me all the way through, and for for Sam and his friend who came along too to watch it. So
2: since since. Marvel has tr- trained me to sit through all the credits. I will tell <laughs> yes. you there is a mid credit scene, but there is not a post credit scene. So once you s- once you get that mid credit reveal, you can leave. It's, it's it's safe to go.
1: Thank you, <laughs> cause I I needed to know that.
2: Yes, because I, I was yeah. literally one of two people waiting until the end to see nothing. Same here.
1: Same here.
2: <laughs>
0: Was it wait? Wasn't there some was, audio? There was there was
1: a there was a post credit scene at the very end in the first one. That's yeah. where we saw tails for the first time. So yeah. it makes sense to wait.
0: Yeah. So there's post credit scene here. Right? So Mid-credit okay. Scene.
1: So who's your favorite Sonic character?
2: Yeah, I I've never played a Sonic game more than the first level, so I really don't know the the whole lore, but. uh you know, I, I, you know, I think Amy's kind of a cute character. Before and uh, was it what's the bat name Rouge, Rogue, Rouge, Rouge? I, I yeah, you know, I think I think
1: it's I think it's Rouge. I
2: think I, I've liked I've liked them.
0: Okay. Name? I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Shadow. Shadow the Hedgehog. So,
1: you're you're you are the edge lord of the group, aren't you? You love Sonic with guns.
0: I always like the the dark, you know, the dark characters. You know, yeah. So I like the dark, you know, Link. I like the dark Samus, and you know, Shadow is like the darker version of Sonic. So, um, that's my favorite.
1: My favorite Sonic character? Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's a good character. They
1: they crossed over in the comics. So yep. there no. Uh favorite <laughs> Sonic character is, and I, I have two. I'm being very specific here. Uh G OG Sonic, the chubby, chubby hedgehog art version. Okay. You know, I yeah. think they're calling him classic Sonic now. Yeah. And it is Dr. Robotnik, not Dr. Eggman. It's Robotnik. The movie's got it right. Games get it wrong. They still call him Eggman. I will never call him Eggman. He's Dr. Robotnik. That's what he is. Dr. Robotnik.
2: Okay. I don't know. know, This information might be wrong, but I heard that in the original game in Japan, they they did call him Eggman, but when it was localized, they called him Robotnik, he actually gave him a name.
1: Dr. And, uh, Ivo Robotnik.
2: Yeah, and then somewhere in the 2000s, they just said, oh, screw it, and then it's just Eggman Worldwide.
1: Well, the developer's wrong.
2: <laughs> it's, the writer of the cre- canon is wrong. It
1: may be their creation, but they're wrong. Uh, yeah. Uh, I also will say that I enjoyed... All of the characters in Sonic Adventure. That was a fun game back in the day. The original Sonic Adventure, not two, but one, where you played as six different characters. I liked that game.
0: My my Sonic memory is when I actually traded my Super Nintendo for a Genesis because I wanted to try Sonic because I had a friend. I traded it with my friend. He wanted to try out the Super Nintendo. We both couldn't afford to have multiple systems. Our parents couldn't afford that, and so we swapped systems. And I I tried out the Genesis. He tried out the Super Nintendo. We immediately called each other the next day and said we want our systems back because he missed his Genesis. I missed my Super Nintendo. And for you. <laughs> and we got our systems right back. So we just okay. like I tried sent Sonic for a minute and just c- couldn't. Uh, couldn't grasp the gameplay because I was already used to Mario games so and they play so much differently
1: Mm -hmm. so
0: it's hard to try to go in with the Mario mentality trying to play a Sonic game and I'm sure it's the same other way around if you're playing Sonic games all the time you know how that goes and you're trying to play Mario and you're like this is slow you know so I get it it's hard to go between the two so yeah. yeah
1: So Sonic Adventure is probably one of the most memorable memories I have because I got the Dreamcast, uh, you know, the day it released, but there were no VMUs. There was a severe shortage of the VMU units. So there was absolutely no way to save your game. So I played the first part of Sonic Adventure about three or four times before I was able to find one. (laughs) Uh, But the other Sonic memory that I have that I always think back on is uh, Sonic 2 is the first game that I remember having a, like, actual publicized street date. Came out on Sonic Tuesday. And if you pre-ordered it, you got a T-shirt that that said uh, Sonic 2... Or, you know, are you ready for Sonic Tuesday or something like that? And that was one of my favorite shirts. Got made fun of relentlessly for it, but I didn't care. Really? Uh, I love, I mean,
0: I love that shirt. And I remember. People just don't know the struggles we had to go through. Well, we I remember kids, right? I remember getting like out of school games. that
1: day <laughs> and making the drive. It was 30 minutes to the mall to go to Babbage's, which was Babbage's. an old electronic oh, that, store.
2: That's a throwback. Yeah, yeah.
1: Babbage's, where I picked up my copy of Sonic 2 uh, and rode home, you know, just anxiously awaiting. It was, that was the, I want to say it was my seventh grade year or s- maybe eighth. So there you go. Have
0: you ever been to a mall where they had all three stores where it was Babbage's, Electronics Boutique, and GameStop?
1: My, and, and my, software, et cetera. My mall that that had that had Babbage's and electronics boutique. Yeah. One on each floor.
0: Yep. So crazy times, man. Crazy times. Babbage's
1: when it first like I remember when when I first discovered it was focused more on computer games and PC games than electronics boutique. And eventually it shifted more to to games. And it's still um,
0: electronics boutique in Canada.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's pretty much GameStop. Right. GameStop bottom
0: here. No. Yeah. And it still is. It GameStop became GameStop over there. I, I want to say, I don't know if Justin would know. I it, think, I think they're going to rebrand it to all GameStops. Yeah. In Canada as well. So
1: I've got one question for you guys and this is one that I asked earlier on Twitter and I will end with this one. Uh, and here's the question. It's 2022. And I just added about $400 worth of games to my wish list on the Wii U. Nice. What, what is wrong with me?
2: <laughs> you want to get in before, the, before you can't get in anymore?
1: Well, yeah, here's yeah. Most, most of them and where the, the large amount came from is that most of them are Wii games right. that I no longer own. And all of them are 20 bucks.
2: It's, so I want to, I don't have Metroid. credit cards in May. Right.
1: Yeah. So I don't, uh, I don't, um, have Metroid prime trilogy. Um, I have, I have both Mario galaxies, but I, you know, you know, something that was really interesting that I noticed while I was on there is new super Mario brothers. We was never offered on the virtual console.
2: Okay. It's been so long since I looked at that eShop, I don't even know what's there. You can
1: get New Super Mario Brothers. U, but you can't get New Super Mario Brothers. Wii, which is, I actually wanted that one. Like,
2: oh, I don't, don't think I have a copy a, of that game They don't anymore. want you to buy a $20 game when you can buy a $50 game.
1: Sure, right? So, some of them are virtual. I mean, it's all virtual console stuff. It's None, none of it is, like, actual, like, retail software. But I'm going to have to find out how I can come up with this money, because... I feel like I need to, to own these games. Some of them are TurboGrafx games, like Bonk. Um, the Bonk's Adventure, Air Zonk. It's I stuff that the had Bonk. on the Wii. It's stuff that I have on the Wii Virtual Console, but I want to upgrade it to the Wii U. It's like a dollar. so Right, yeah. But then some of it is stuff I've never picked up. And I definitely feel like I need that Metro. See, if I buy Metroid Prime Trilogy, they will release it for the Switch. Okay. Tim's like, okay, what do you need me to do? How can we do this?
0: Yep. Here's my Are credit card number. For? Let me buy it for you. <laughs> look, look.
1: It's right here, guys. Nice. It's, it's waiting. It's, and this, can I just tell you how big a throwback this is? Yeah,
0: my like just daughter pick it actually up and wanted play a to game with it, it too. She wanted to play Guitar Hero and stuff, so she broke it out. You know, I have my, all my these my son old, still has our Wii U in his room. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I have all these old games um, you know that are on there that I, didn't, I I forgot that I had quite a bit of you know like actual virtual console games and things. And so like I love my Wii U. I'm I'm going to be sad one day when it breaks down. Does Yeah. Doesn't play games anymore.
0: That's going to be tough. There's
1: going to be a market. I'm telling you, there's going to be a market for people who can fix the Wii U and the 3DS and right. can keep them running. Yeah. I, I really do believe that. So, And, th- and that's another thing is, too, there's some, there's some DS games and Game Boy games that are on Virtual Console on the Wii U that are nowhere else.
2: So I want to get those. Zero and Zero Mission and Fusion.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I have those already.
0: So I have my priorities in order, Jess. Yeah, there was a moment when I was in the condo, I haven't done it here, where I had the Wii U set up on my nightstand. So I could just grab the gamepad next to me and play the games on my gamepad. It wasn't connected to a TV. It was just so I could play in bed (laughs) on the gamepad. So crazy.
1: He's gone by, man. It's gone by. <laughs> and speaking of that, uh, this is the end. You've reached the end of episode 371 of the Nintendo Dads podcast. As we close out tonight, we want to thank you for hanging out with us during the show and for listening. Always thank you for listening. And we're going to say a huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Dave Ernsberger, Solo Something, and Alexander Ocampo, as well as the over 6,100 followers we now and subscribers we have on YouTube. And over 1,200 followers on Twitch, 26 of those people also get access to our Discord because they use their Twitch Prime subscription to subscribe to us over on Twitch, and they get that benefit as well. I want to remind you, you can get 20% off your Manscaped order by heading over to manscaped.com and using the code NINDADS, that's N-I-N-D-A-D-S. It also gets you free shipping, Uh, and you can use that same code at gooder, G-O-O-D-R, and get some really cool sunglasses or blue light glasses. Uh, check out our merch store over at nintendodads.org that backslash merch where there's literally nothing right now because they hate us. You can go over to nintendodads.org and check out all kinds of things. Tim, you're freaking me out, man. You gotta... Please. That thing appeared out of nowhere and now I'm all just dis- discombobulated. Uh... Type us in on any social media. I please I can't. <laughs>
2: I don't we're gonna have to I don't know what that. that is, but
1: I don't uh, even know. It's it's it looks like the the monsters that come out in five nights at Freddy's like when they don't have their thing on.
2: Yeah, audio we'll have to check the vi- the video to see.
1: Yeah, email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail. 929-25N Dads. That's 929-256-32. 37. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. A reminder, wherever you listen to us on your podcast app of choice, be sure to give us a five-star review and write some words so that you can erase all those horrible reviews we got when I joined the show. For me, for Jesse, and for Tim, and for Justin, who's sick this week, we want to say thanks for being a big part of what makes Nintendo Dads a success. We love you guys. We appreciate each and every one of y'all who listen, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening into Nintendo Ads. I'm sorry. Wobble Puffet? Wobble Buffet?